Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back with our two of the show. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. All right. Uh, Klein Tool of the Month again is the KTB2 portable job site rechargeable battery and flashlight. And if you give Andrew a call this morning, give him your information and he'll get you signed up for it. And we'll have that drawing at the end of the month. That might even make a decent uh, little holiday gift if you wanted, If you didn't want it for yourself. It's free if you just give us a call. And uh, we don't save your names. Don't do any of that stuff. Your name just gets put into the Mr. Floor tote bag at the end of the month. We have a drawing. Whoever wins gets the, gets the, uh, the prize there. And then everybody else, the name just goes through the shredder. And we start again next month. So, uh, do we have a shredder? Yeah, I do at the office, oh. yes. So... It is, again, 877-711-5611. Give Andrew a call, and uh, he'd be more than happy to take your information. All right, and in the studio now, we have Ann, is that Nicklin? Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, that's an easy one there. Director of Workforce Training and Deconstruction Services over at the uh, Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. Is that correct? Yeah, I think most people are familiar with our our warehouse full of amazing new-to-us stuff that's been salvaged, but it's my team that actually goes out and salvages it. So I walked in there one day, and it's just like this little storefront thing, nondescript. And I thought, oh, this is a little building. And you walk in there, it's just rows and rows. The place is huge. It's 13,000 square feet of salvaged goods. Like what? So we've got amazing stuff. Right now we've got a great corner hutch that's really gorgeous. We have chandeliers that are like beyond belief. I toured reuse stores all over the country, and last week or two weeks ago, I saw one of the best ones in Pittsburgh, and I kind of looked around, and I was like, our stuff is so much better. Really? We have amazing stuff. We have literally hundreds and hundreds. We probably have more than a 1,000 doors right now, solid wood doors. These are all wood panel doors. They're gorgeous. They're in great condition. We've got windows. We have an amazing leaded glass window that we took out of a project about a month ago that we just framed up. Uh, We've got appliances. If you're looking for a really gorgeous stainless steel refrigerator, we have one that just came in two days ago. We have gas stoves. We have, we don't, we go through water heaters really quickly. Those don't stick around. But yeah, we've got anything you could want. We've got flooring. We've got tons of oak flooring, really nice two, two inch, three and a half inch oak flooring, tongue and groove that we've taken off of projects. We've got dimensional lumber. I've got lumber that went into a building in 1888. That is wow. now sitting in our warehouse waiting for somebody to take that buttery, beautiful lumber and that make it into an amazing project. <laughs> that would be wrong. Yeah. 
So we've got that. We've got little guys. We've got two by twos. We've got two by twelves. We've got box beams. We've got whatever you're looking for. We've got it. So really? what are like some small little? Do you have like decorative like vases and stuff like that, or it's mostly? It's all building materials. So we do have some really great kind of uh, light globe enclosures, right, that you Mm -hmm. could turn upside down and make into a vase. Um, We also have workshops. So we have a couple of workshops coming up, and one of them is actually make your own centerpiece. And so we're using old growth lumber to make a little table centerpiece for the holidays. And you can put, you know, neat little holly berries and stuff in that. So we've got that. It's available on the website. You can sign up, evanstonrebuildingwarehouse.org. So you're repurposing all the structural lumber from the home, too. So deconstruction you're not talking about just tearing out the kitchen oh this is soup to nuts this is the whole piece taking the whole building down yeah i mean we'll often come in and just take people's kitchens right those are the things that get renovated most often we take kitchens we take bathrooms we get a lot of toilets we have beautiful sinks yeah like really amazing sinks uh but then my team will actually come in and take down an entire house so right now we're taking down the ywca owns a single family home uh over on ridge you can watch our progress uh and we're taking it down we're going to be leaving just a clean foundation that's it everything else comes out vast majority of it, probably about 85% of it is going to come back to our warehouse. Uh, we're having a tricky time right now with the brick. So those are the kinds of things where I'm like, what do I what? do with all this brick? What, what is it? Chicago Common? Or? No, I wish it was Chicago Common. Everybody loves Chicago Common, right? With that, yeah. that pinky yellow. Uh, that is a little bit easier to get rid of. This is a very dark red and it's got a combed face on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's really good at picking up kind of, you know, whatever moss you'd like to grow on your house. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome at that. Uh, and then it was tuck pointed, retuck pointed about a year and a half ago. And so it no longer has that great old cement from when it was originally, that great old mortar from when it was originally built in 1922. I now have the Portland cement in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you got to chip all that off. So I've got to chip all that off and it's stronger than the brick. Sure. Uh, and so that's a bit of a challenge. I'm trying to figure out what to do with that brick right now. Uh, but all of the lumber will be coming back. All of the windows will find a home for everything. Right. How did you get this job? It's been a little bit of a journey. So I'm actually an architect. I'm trained as an architect. Uh, and when I first got into to architecture school and looking at buildings and looking at sustainability, which was a real big thing around the early 2000s, you guys, it sounds like, are familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved materials. I felt like uh, there was a great deal of work that went into materials, uh, a lot of like really human labor that went into materials that was then just thrown away. Uh, we have a tendency to take materials and say, well, you know, landfill's really cheap, so I'm just going to toss it and I'm going to get something new and beautiful. Uh, and for me, I looked around and I, I was living in New York at the time and I would look at these amazing brick buildings that were, you know, 19th century and just look at the labor that went into them. Look at the hands that laid those brick walls. Uh, and I was just really, I was moved by it. And mm-hmm. so I started focusing on materials and sustainability. And at first that was recycling and then eventually it went to reuse and kind of what we call highest and best use. So really finding what is the ultimate best use of this? How can we use the least amount of energy and the greatest amount of reuse? Uh, And so I just kind of followed it from there. And then for about nine years, I ran a national organization, uh, the Building Materials Reuse Association. It's now called Build Reuse uh, and helped build up a entire curriculum on deconstruction. And during that time, I kept on talking with Lou Dixon, the founder of Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse, who was a friend and was kind of building this program. And when she decided to retire last year, I looked at it and I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> this would be awesome. I get to combine, you know, the fact that I love to I love to build buildings, but I also know how to take down buildings as a result of that. Sure. I love materials. I love teaching. I love working on site. That's my happiest place is when I'm working on site. So this yep. brings it all together. Uh, and it was just this great opportunity. So for a little bit over a year now, I've been running the deconstruction crew and uh, we've been graduating folks, getting them jobs. We've got somebody who just started as an apprentice carpenter last week. And so it's got kind of that the feel-good part of it is is very feel-good, right? This is mm-hmm. actually getting folks jobs who come out of our workforce training program. Uh, but for me, the materials also, they matter, you know, enormously. Uh, the, yeah. the, mater- the 
the energy that originally went into making these materials and the energy that we now put into it, taking them out. Yeah. Well, and there's the there's a certain amount of craftsmanship that goes into some of the doors, the stairways, the moldings and stuff that are in these homes. It's in, You walk through a, a late 1800s home and you look at this and you think, wow. It's I mean, extraordinary, right? Or even if you own one of those turn-of-the-century homes and you go to try to fix it. You know, I try to replace my baseboard or I try to just fix a patch on my baseboard and there's nine separate pieces building this up. Yeah. And you start to realize how much time was really spent on this and how much attention to detail and how much genuine care. Uh, so yeah, those pieces and you start to see how people put bricks together. Mm-hmm. I love it when you start to see how bricklayers play. Uh-huh. You know, you can kind of look at a wall and you'll be like, oh, they had a kind of a boring afternoon and uh-huh. it was Sunday, sunny out and they just made this this gorgeous random design that was not in there at all. For, for no reason. Yeah, just because it's it's fun to play with your materials, right? Like we all like that. Sure, sure. Hey, Rich? You there? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know. I wanted to make sure we were, uh, you, you were still there. So. so where does the money come from or go to that you're getting at the rebuilding exchange? Or so the warehouse, I'm sorry. It's all right. We, we like the rebuilding exchange, too. They're down in the city, uh, but they're good friends. So the money, we are basically 80% earned income. So that means that when we sell a material from the warehouse or when I charge people money to take things out of their house. So there's a service there, right? If you want to get rid of your house, you're going to pay somebody to get rid of it. You can either pay a demolition company and throw it all in the landfill, or you can pay us and you can give people jobs. So we charge people pretty good money to take down their homes um, or to take out their kitchens or whatever we put our labor into. And that supports 80% of all of our operations, which is actually honestly kind of amazing for a nonprofit. That's really unusual that we're 80% earned income. Uh, So that's where all that money goes. It goes right back into paying our staff. So our workforce training program is a five-month program. We've got folks who have barriers to to the job market, and they work with us for five months. They get paid minimum wage, which in Cook County now is $12 an hour. Uh, So it all goes right back into making sure that as folks are working with us and as they're stabilizing their lives towards their career path, they're actually getting paid and they've got that income to make that work. What is the training program? The workforce training program is uh, the five-month program. They come in and they get uh, they get stabilization classes on financial literacy. We do meditation once a week. Uh, we do what? a complete... Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? I, what? I'm waiting for you to say they learn carpentry, you know, electricity. Well, that too. Rich, Rich, yes, sir? when's the last time you were on a job site and you pulled everybody off to the side? Okay, it said, all right, crew, it's time for a little meditation now. No, we don't. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, when's the last time that you were on a job site and you were like, ah, oh, this is all going a little bit wrong? Everybody's like oh, really every tweaky day. today. Every day. Yeah. Every day. All it's right, hang daily. on a second. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with more right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. And if you were just listening to the Illinois Solar Energy Association spot there, the raffle runs through November 29th. And the winning ticket will be drawn on December 5th. Each ticket's $100, or you can get a discounted tickets for the price of three. So uh, you can get four tickets for the price of three if you want there. And there are only 2,500 tickets being sold, so make sure you get it done today. I uh, got mine. November 29th is the last day. It's coming up here pretty fast. So uh, go to IllinoisSolar.org for more information. 
And you so can... that reminds me of a quick yep. story, just very, very fast. So, you know, last last Sunday was the Swamp Buggy races. Yeah. Which I have not missed those since I came down here. Yeah. So they do a split the pot, a 50-50. Okay. So I went to go buy tickets, and the woman in front of me had a big, you know, that's 20 bucks for your arm span, right. wingspan. So a woman in front of me just buys them, and I walk up, and she says, oh, good luck. I just bought the winning ticket. And she said <laughs> it jokingly. Uh-huh. And I go, bitch. You know, jokingly. <laughs> No, seriously, just jokingly. Sure. And she laughed and all that. So they did the drawing for $8,000. Yeah. So you, the winner gets $4,000. Right. It was five tickets off. Guess who won? She did. The one in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She's in a stand somewhere laughing going, oh, uh-huh. I told him I had the winning ticket. Yeah. Yeah, four grand. Or, well, it was almost four grand. But anyway, yeah, it was awesome. That's anyway, excellent. I digress. And if somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they, how can they get that? Uh, go to the Mighty House uh, webpage, which would be MightyHouse.net. I lost my train of thought. Yep. Slight derailment. Uh, MightyHouse.net. Go to the Contact Us page. Just enter your first and last name, your email address, and click on Boom Done. And you know what? We're not going to bury you in junk mail. Every nope. Friday, you're going to get the newsletter that just tells you who's going to be on the show and links to them. Like Ian. And right. there's a link to the Evanston Rebuilding. Just exchange. like that. Just like that. All right. And uh, you can... Uh... Give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. All right. And uh, let's bring Ann back in the conversation here. So, Ann, on the, on the deconstruction side, do you literally take volunteers or your trainees into a house to do the deconstruction and teach them literally how the, the proper way to disassemble either cabinets, doors? I mean, is that part of it? Yeah, absolutely. So we don't work with uh, volunteers on our site, just with Workman's Comp, all those kinds of things. We're running a crew here. Uh, So we've got a crew, my site supervisor, and then we've got uh, trainees. We've got six trainees at a full cohort. Uh, And we go in and we actually work. We've got a classroom curriculum that teaches deconstruction. And then on the site is really where we do the practical learning and we put it to the test. And so we've got all these, you know, phenomenal tools. There's actually great specific tools for deconstruction and for wrecking Absolutely. where we've got, oh, I have strong oh, yeah, yeah, preferences right. oh, on yeah, wrecking yeah. bars. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and strong preferences on sawzalls. And we go in and we teach them how to take it apart. And the great part about it is that while they're learning how to take it apart, you start to see how it went together, right? It's sort of like, it's, it's that moment when you're a kid and you take apart a toaster and you're like, oh, I have no idea how to put it back together, but now I understand how it works. Uh-huh. And you do well, that often see, now enough. That was something my father taught me years ago. He said a five-year-old with any tools could take things apart. The trick is to know how to put it back together. Yeah. Well, and that's the challenge, no. right? Over five months, I don't know that we fully get into, here's how you build a house, but you start to see all the pieces. You start to understand how the connections work. Yeah. We talk about statics. We talk about structures. We talk about gravity and its kind of relentlessness uh, and how we can <laughs> it's use called that. engineering. Yeah. <laughs> well, I prefer to think of it as architecture, but sure, you know, we, can, we can acknowledge engineers for a moment. <laughs> no, ar- architecture is how it looks. Engineering is how it stays. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an engineer then? Uh, no, I'm a carpenter with common sense. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we actually go in and we teach them. So for instance, taking apart, you know, hardwood floors, we start to talk about sleepers. We talk about different forms of subfloors. We talk about why construction adhesive is the worst thing known to man. Uh, and then we take it all apart. Well, if you're in deconstruction. (laughs) Yeah. You know, honestly, if, if you have a care for the world, construction adhesive is a great way to make landfill. Uh, anything that it touches is going straight to a landfill. It can't even be burned. Uh, so any opportunity that we can get to uh, keep construction adhesive at a minimum is is preferred. What, so, what would you prefer to see us using then? Well, 
You just don't need the adhesive. Screws. Yeah, screws, nails. Then we've they only got... need one tool to take it apart. Yeah, we've got beautiful fasteners that have worked for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, Let's but then they The problem us. is when we transition from hand tools to, to guns, <laughs> and, you know, pneumatic tools, yeah. the nails don't hold anywhere near as well. Um, I just, I mean, I grew up hand nailing everything. And, you know, when we transition oh, yeah. to guns, they're faster and easier, but I don't think it's they as don't hold good as quality. Well. So okay, so let's let's go back to the to Anne, my question for Ann then. Um, okay, so if we don't use any adhesives, yep. now you have uh, floors that squeak all the time. I, fine, I just tell my clients normally that's just your your security system it's built into the house. Yeah, and you know they character. would actually specifically do that. In uh, I toured a, a Shogun's kind of house in in Japan. Yeah, and they were called Nightingale floors, yeah. and they were specifically designed to squeak so that they would alert to intruders. Right, which I thought was kind of rad, right? Like yeah, it, it would. You could be a mm-hmm. ninja and you would still make this floor squeak. Right. Uh, but no, you know, from what I have been told and from what I have seen, if you put down rosin paper or you put down another sublayer there, mm-hmm. you don't have the squeaking problem. Yeah. So I think there's actually a pretty good technical solution or what I would call a mechanical solution rather than mm-hmm. the chemical adhesive solution. Uh, it's just use rosin paper and then you right. don't have the squeak. And certainly it, it also depends on your subfloor. It's a lot easier if you're, if you're mounting your floor straight onto your subfloor. Right. If you use sleepers, mm-hmm. it gets a little bit trickier. Right. But then I would put the rosin paper underneath the sleepers. I, I haven't seen the squeaking so, problem. So, Robbie, do you know what a sleeper is? It's not what you're doing through this interview. <laughs> I was back on when she toured a Shogun's house. Uh, she was still, he was still working that. Yes, through, huh? I was. And then she said Japan, so, and then I knew it was something because there was an old miniseries 100 years ago called Shogun. Right. Oh. <laughs> so, no, I'm still on Shogun Rich. Yeah. Okay. So the, the sleepers, when you they, they put down floor joists, then they would put down a subfloor, usually one by eights, and it was run diagonally. And then on top of that, they would put pieces of one by two. And that would allow them then to run conduits or things under your floors, but it also give air space so the floor would actually not right. cup because it could breathe. And then you'd put your wood floor over it. So what would happen is if you take a you want to cut out a piece of that floor and you set your skill saw for one inch, you tend to hit the conduit underneath. You need to set it for the exact depth of the wood floor. And you learn that when you deconstruct after you hit the <laughs> conduit the first time. We, we have yeah. extensive conversations about how to hold tools and why there are insulated properties to tools. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like the old Rockwell saw that was all magnesium. Uh-huh. Yeah. You'd get something and you'd get knocked on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to the phones here. We, uh, you ready there, Andrew? Is that John? Yep. Hey, John, you're on Mighty House. Good morning. Hey, um, so um, I'm Ann Buddy, and we work on. Uh, I, I uh, work together with her um, at the warehouse doing training. Right. And I wanted to just um, put a plug in there um, for the deconstruction services. And, and I, I think Ann can talk a little bit more about it than I can. Um, and also, the other thing that I think is really important to know is that uh, all of our um, trainees get uh, certifications like the lead safe uh, work. Uh, training. Good idea. I know Rich has taught. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I just want to put a plug in for that. And uh, uh, what a wonderful um, place uh, Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse is, and uh, all the work that Ann does, and the hundreds of thousands of tons of waste that are not going into the waste stream right now. Yeah. Because is he up for review shortly or something? <laughs> He's actually my boss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So I have a question. Um, just to clarify in my head, at one point you said, Ann, that you were taking people to train them, and then you're talking about a training program. Two different things? Uh, training people to work for your company in a training program? Same thing. 
So okay. what I run is, is I'm the director of workforce training. So what I do is I train people up. We use deconstruction as the means for training them, and we use that as the way to pay for our training program. But first and foremost, what I do is I work with folks who are, have barriers to employment, and I work with them to get them jobs in the construction Okay, so you're trades. not training people to work for you. You're training people so they can... I'm Go training out. people while they work with me okay, so that okay. they can then be hired by employers. And actually, John, I'm so glad that he called in because John is one of our great employment partners. Uh, so John Smith with Effective Air, uh, he's on our board of directors, but he's also been a phenomenal supporter of our workforce training program and has been a really key employer partner. So he hired oh, one of cool. our graduates last year, and it's turned out really well. So John came in initially and kind of talked to our trainees about his experience and how he had become a contractor and how he got into HVAC. Uh, and then he came and he did our mock interviews and met one of our trainees and said, hey, this guy, he's great. You know, he doesn't know a lot about HVAC, but he's a really nice guy and he knows how to work. What I can teach, I can't teach all the specific skills, right? We see electric electricity. We see how to take out a light. We work with kind of mock-up walls on the basics of electricity, the basics of carpentry. Uh, but more than anything, I teach folks how to work. So they're showing up five days a week, 8 a.m., working hard every day. Uh, they're looking appropriate on the work site. They're following instructions. They're working independently. Everything that I do after five months makes somebody into a great worker who can learn your specific trade. Because skills, awesome. skills are kind of easy, right? But attitude is hard. Well, you said <laughs> performance is no, hard. No, I mean, no, trust me, down here I say the same thing. Florida, there's such a lack of pride and a lack mm -hmm. of quality. And I can buy you the best tools in the world, but I can't teach you pride. So that, that work ethic needs to be instilled early on. And that's truly lacking in a lot of places. Yeah. And, and they're paid. And they're paid. Yeah. And that's honestly a lot of where the pride comes from, right? Sure. Yeah. You spend five months doing work that you care about, keeping a clean site. And the great part is, is, you know, they're tearing these houses down, but it's not like they then get to go visit the landfill and say, hey, this is what I did. No, they get to come to the warehouse <laughs> and say, this is what I did. Right. And even better, they get to go into homes. You know, we've got a lead platinum home here in Evanston. My crew deconstructed the two sites, that, the two houses that came down. And now we go back and take regular tours so they can see where the materials they deconstructed are now reinstalled in that and new home. Right. That so is that's very like cool. that whole like circle. That. How many yeah. people can be in this training program? A full cohort for me right now is six. So I had one person who, who got a job uh, just about two weeks ago. So right now I'm at five. And so every five more. months you have a new? It kind of rolls a little bit, right? Folks yeah, overlap. Yeah, you want to get rid of your whole crew and start everybody from scratch that every is the five challenge. months. That would drive you nuts. <laughs> it is a difficult thing, right? As soon as I have a well-trained yeah. crew, it's my obligation to hire them out. Right. And so I am right, forever right. working with a crew that is learning, which is wow. wonderful, but also slightly challenging because, I mean, we have clients and we are, like Jonathan said, we have these deconstruction services that we do sure. complete. All right. We're, we're, talking oh, with, awesome. we're talking with Anne, and she's from the Evanston uh, Rebuilding Warehouse. Can you stick around one more segment? Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, thanks, John. I appreciate the phone call, buddy. Yep. Listen, I just want one other thing that I want you to talk about. All right. Well, hang on. Hang on. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. 
and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. All right. Well, we ask Ann to stick around one more segment here. Uh, just we seem to be covering a lot of ground, but none of the ground that you really came in to talk about. We're, we're, we're kind of dancing around it, right? Yeah. Uh, so the main ground that I wanted to talk about was our employment program. So, And again, go ahead and give us the, the rundown. All right. So you the whole, are... I am Ann Nicklin, the Director of Workforce Training and Deconstruction Services at the Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. Good. So now, go. <laughs> we've got the warehouse that's over on Dempster that I think a lot of folks know, 13,000 square feet of remarkable reclaimed goods. Yep. And then I run the Workforce Training Program, where we work with individuals who have barriers to employment. We work with them for five months, 40 hours a week, paid employment, uh, where they get training, they get certifications like OSHA 10, uh, the EPA's lead paint renovation rule. We get financial stability. And then they actually learn about the building trades so that we can help them get a job in the building trades. Uh, we rely heavily on our employer partners uh, to make sure that they see that we have these really wonderfully trained up individuals who are ready for job opportunities. So Jonathan Smith, who called in, was mentioning uh, how important that partnership is and that we are always looking for folks uh, who are looking to support community organizations, who are looking to help us grow the next generation of tradespeople. Uh, we are looking for them to do mock interviews. We're looking for you to hire our folks. And more than anything, I just want to make you aware that there is a great resource for hiring people here in Evanston. Uh, and that can spread out to the Chicagoland area. I think that's that's one of the hardest things as an employer, uh, that hiring people is difficult. And I see that oh. when I'm bringing people into our training program, right? So I'm not accepting anybody who's un under 18. I'm not accepting anybody who is not willing to work. Uh, so they are already going through kind of those hurdles before they come to me. Everybody's got a minimum sixth grade math and reading level. Uh, and then everybody has proven to me that they can show up for five months in a row. So you're hiring somebody. Up there that <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, you know, we all have those. I've had trainees that I've hired who on the second day don't show up. Uh -huh. But you have mm -hmm. me going through that process, right? The whole dry run is happening for the five months that they're with my workforce training program. So the, by the time they go to an employer, it's done. It's tested. It's practiced. They're ready. Right. The breaks are figured out. There's no, oh, well, you know, it's 1130 and, and I've got a text. And you're like, no, this is, that is not the conversation that we're having at 1130 about texts. Right. Uh, this is, you know, what I'm doing is I'm training up, I think, the best workers that you can hire. Excellent. Yeah, because, I mean, our, our hiring program is, it, it, you set an appointment. If they show up, okay, okay, he showed up within 15 minutes when they were supposed to. That's a good start. They, they can talk, you know, they, you know, they get up, they don't smell, they don't stink. Okay, fine. Show up Monday morning, 7 o'clock. Boom. Don't show up. No, and you've wasted, and, at that point, three hours of your time. Yeah, and it happens constantly. I don't, I don't care what skills you got. But just show up 7 o'clock. That's the first skill I'm looking for. Yeah. And 90% mm -hmm. of the people that come in can't do it. Yeah, I agree. Right. I certainly so, see that in recruiting my training program. And so what I offer to employers is, all right, you got five months of showing up under their belts. Sure. Well, I mean, they People come in, they've got these portfolios. Look at all this work I've done, you know. And show, it's great, great. I don't care about any of that. Can you show up at 7 o'clock on Monday morning? No. Yeah, that's the <laughs> they're test. Done. They're done. That's it. I don't <laughs> understand that. I know. I just don't. There was a couple years ago, we had an organization of, um, I don't know if you re even remember, um, it was a, a family and a group of immigrants in the Northwest side oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Ron met with them and they're all like, yes, I'm a laborer from, you know, whatever country they're in. And, and Ron's like, great. Show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I None mean, you know, they're all families, you know, and they're like, we need jobs. We've done all this. None of them showed up. 
Well, and the reality that we're dealing with is that there are real barriers to employment, right? So there's childcare is a huge barrier. There's housing is a huge barrier. There's transportation is a huge barrier. There's sleep. And so there are reasons why people are not showing sleep. up. I mean, there is sleep, right? I mean, if you're yeah. trying to work a third shift job and then yep. you're also trying to pick up a first shift job, that's pretty difficult. Yep. Uh, so all of these pieces are barriers. And during that five months, what we're working on with people is reducing those barriers. I think a lot of times when people don't show up, there's usually a decent reason why they don't show up at least the one time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're working with them to make sure, okay, how can we get that problem out of your way? That keeps getting in your way. That's preventing you from getting a job. That's preventing you from keeping a job. How can we make sure that this doesn't keep happening? And so that's a huge reason why we do the paid workforce training, right? That they get Mm -hmm. really high expectations with a ton of forgiveness. So Um, that's really nice to offer so much forgiveness. I'm with Ron, you know, if you don't show up. It's a a training program, right? You know, I mean, that's the whole point of the training program is you get five months to get really good at this. And And part of that is screwing up a few times along the way. So are you constantly hiring people then? Is that you're you're just are you just constantly looking for people? I try not to make it constant. But, yeah, we work with our partners. So we work with the city of Evanston, Youth and Young Adult Services. We work with the Moran Center, YJC, all these people. And we talk to them about. Uh, who they've got, who they think would be a really great candidate, somebody who's interested in the trade, somebody who's got, you know, good energy, who's got right. good motivation. Uh, so not constantly, but I'd say every two months, at least I'm and, hiring somebody. And the people that that you're uh, you're working with, are, is it someone that's already, they're interested in the, the construction industry at some phase, or did, did they come to in just looking degree. for a job? Eh, a little bit of both, right? You have some folks who will come in and their dad's a carpenter. And so, uh-huh. yeah, they know exactly what this is and they're very interested in it. You have other folks who just haven't had great success in the traditional schooling programs. Um, because right now in the traditional schooling programs, you are still geared to go to college. And yep. that's what they train you for. Yep. And it's these folks who are saying, well, you know, I took this one class and they taught us geometry by building a building. And I loved it. And it made tons of sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, good. I can hook you up. I had right. that same experience. Uh, so it's a lot of folks who just realize that they want something a little bit different. They don't want to work in an office. Uh, it's kind of, you know, switching the paths and they're, you, you zero in on it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've got the greatest crew in the world. Yeah. So let's flip it over to the other side. Uh, if you wanted to have a building deconstructed or you need a, a, a bathroom room, uh, pulled out, a kitchen pulled out, basements pulled out, um, they Ooh. can just call your company and you'll just come in and get they can just call our company and i will come out and i will take a look and i will take pictures and i'll give you an estimate and the great part about it is so you have a combination you you usually you pay us for the service right um there is always the option through the warehouse if you've removed it yourself right say you're doing your own renovation and you took out your kitchen cabinets and they're still in great shape we'll usually come and pick those up for free right we're not trying to get money for every last little dime right uh but if my crew comes out i pay my crew which means you pay us uh but i'll come out i'll give you a bid i'll let you know what we're able to accept uh and the Nice part about it is we're a 501c3 organization. So when you donate those materials, when you donate your kitchen cabinets, when you donate 2,000 square feet of hardwood floor, that's a donation. That's a non-cash donation, which can count back against your taxes. Okay. And um, you're bringing in the trucks, the equipment? We're bringing in all of it. We take care of everything um, as much as you want us to take care of. We're licensed. We're insured. We are fully ready to operate as a contractor. So wow. if we need to bring Work, in the workman's subs. Workman's comp and everything. Huh? Workman's comp and everything. So you're Sweet. fully protected. And if we need to hire subcontractors to take out the foundation, I'll, I'll hire my subcontractors to take out the foundation. Whatever you need, we can do it from beginning to end. Sweet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is. Right? That's not a bad idea. It's right? surprisingly easy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I know a lot of contractors out there, you know, they're like, okay, so now what do I do with this stuff? I need to get a dumpster. There's no way to do it. And you know, or I don't have the manpower to take something apart or to get all the siding off of a house. 
I've got the so, manpower. So you can come in with the manpower and knock it out. Yeah, and we do that a lot. So we'll be hired directly by a homeowner oftentimes, but we'll also subcontract quite a bit. We're taking down a garage next week that we're subcontracted out to a GC. Uh, we did it with uh, an interior of a house in Northfield a couple of weeks ago where we took out all the hardwood flooring. We took out the kitchen. We took out the bathrooms. Threw in a little demo, right? We took out all of the drywall. And it was neat, actually. They were getting rid of all the insulation, which I think everybody looks at as total garbage. But this was insulation that was installed in 91. You oh, know? wow. There was a mouse in one corner. But other than that, it's not like insulation goes bad. So <laughs> we rolled it back up, put it into plastic bags. Uh-huh. And that was sold out of the warehouse within two hours. Wow. Really? You put in. I mean, yeah. this was really nice. This was R40 insulation. It was super wow. thick. It was beautiful. 16-inch wide bats. Uh, and it's winter. I don't know if anybody noticed. We had a bit of a cold snap Yo, recently. Yeah, yeah I, I felt I've it. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, it's 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 a little what, nippy yeah, out there. What was your cold snap? I... What's your cold snap right now, Rich? Uh, it's going to go down to something like 60-something tonight. It'll be 72 tomorrow. Uh, oh, gosh. That's their cold snap that's that they're dealing tough. with. Yeah, that's the coolest it's been in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it doesn't get over 100 either. So, I mean, it's actually we just right around 85 to 90 all the time. All right. So, and again, the, your information? All right. So, evanstonrebuildingwarehouse.org, uh, or you can get me, do I do my, my email or my cell phone number? Whatever What's you, the easiest? What, whatever you want to give out. All right. Let's do phone number. Is uh, 224-267-5708, or you can find all of our information, evanstonrebuildingwarehouse.org. Yes, right. And I know you, the reason you were here is to talk about the demolition and the training, but can you give us the hours for the warehouse? Certainly. And the, the wa- address and... The warehouse is located at 2101 Dempster. It's between Hartree and Dodge, uh, and it is open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. So you can go shop today. Really? Yeah. Uh, today at 10 a.m. in like an hour. And if you're doing your own uh, deconstruction, you want to donate items, you can give them a call, find out if they want to take them. Give us a call, give us an email, stop by the website, any of that. Oh, you know what? Furniture. Furniture, we don't do as much of. It kind of depends on what it is. Right now, we've got some really gorgeous tables and counters. We've got some wardrobes. Like, we have this oak wardrobe. It's a fumed oak wardrobe. It's gorgeous. Tiger oak. Fumed. I know you're getting um, up on a break here. We're coming up. um, Question. Do you have somebody in the back room who repurposes stuff that you can sell then? Like taking old balusters and stuff, making tables out of parts and pieces. and We've got workshops, yeah. We absolutely have okay. that. If there's something custom that, that you want, let us know, I, that but to we got me, workshops. That's the coolest thing in the world. I could do that all day long if uh-huh. I didn't have bills. Come up right. and visit. Teach a class. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because to me that is so cool, just looking at something and going, ooh, I can do that. <laughs> yep. Just, yep. Just come over there and play all day long. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's awesome. be pretty great. But yeah. yeah, we've got workshops that are open right now. So sign up for a workshop. You can come and make something cool with reclaimed material. All right. Oh, Again. I do it on, and, and the, do it on the December 19th, and then I could go to dinner. See? see? There you go. Ooh. All righty. The connections start forming. Meat right. festival. Yeah. There you go. So uh, the, web, the, the website, website again? EvanstonRebuildingWarehouse.org. It's one big, very long word, but EvanstonRebuildingWarehouse.org. All right. Well, and uh, awesome. I kept you a little bit longer than what I'd said I was going to, but- Hey, thank it, you for having me. This it, has been a blast. Inter- interesting topic, yeah. and it's good to know that um, you're out there actually doing this stuff. I mean, right now, with the labor shortage, it's out there. This is a great resource for guys looking for to want to wanna pick somebody a up. Start. Yep. But also- now I don't need to worry about if I needed to do some uh, a larger demo project, we could just have you come do it, and I can keep my guys doing something else. Absolutely. So it, it's a great opportunity. So. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank well, you. We'll talk awesome. again soon. Thank Thanks, Ann. Appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Clutter Clarity right after this. You are listening to Mighty House.
This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> she got to build fast. Cement trying. All right, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le Grill? What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher. <coughs> there it goes. <coughs> Tune in, SoundCloud, and at allmaprimutusa.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month? It is the KTB2 portable job site rechargeable battery and flashlight. Give Andrew a call at 877-711-5611, and he'll get you signed up for it uh, since Trixie is off today. And uh, he'll take your name, put it in the Mr. Floor tote bag, and at the end of the month, we'll have a drawing. And uh, hopefully you'll win it. It is the Klein Tool. KTB2, portable job site, rechargeable battery, and flashlight. Now, this rechargeable battery, which you don't understand, it is a flashlight, but it's a battery pack so that while you're on the job site, you can plug in your cell phone or you can plug in tools. You can recharge batteries from the battery. That's the point of this thing. Yes. Yes. It's pretty cool. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, so they could actually see that uh, that device? Wait, go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in your first, last name, your email address, scroll on down and click on Boom Done. Just like and that. And again, we don't send junk mail. Only one email a week. Just let you know who's going to be on the show and links. Like, there is a link in the newsletter to the Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. 2D. Yes. 2D. 2D. Mm-hmm. R2D. Do 2D. <laughs> Uh-huh. There you go. What? You said yeah, 2D. Oh, my space bar only doesn't yes, work. Yes, it doesn't on Facebook. work. No, it works it on work. every other program. We're it doesn't sorry. work on Facebook. You have such big problems. Your space bar doesn't work. You've well, told it's hard everybody. to write clear sentences yes. when you don't have space bar. We're we're yeah. You have big problems. It's huge. It's like when grandpa just gets fixated on one thing and he just yes. can't get off of it, you know? Yes. <laughs> I was searching for a solution, and I've decided that the only time I have this problem is on Facebook, so I eliminated Facebook. There again. you go. Now problem solved. Oh my problem gosh. solved. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Perfect oh. timing. Oh, sorry about the phone call in the middle of are, the show. I'm going to call you back. I know. I get those all the time. <laughs> anyway, let's do clutter clarity. Yes, I think we should. It brought to you by Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. Do you have a disarrangement disorder? Can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgification. Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. Save me from this prison. Woo! Lord, help me get away. Can't hear you over my singing, Rich. It's all about me now. We talked about your space bar. Only you can <laughs> save me now. <laughs> I've been lost in my own place. It doesn't work. Who cares? <laughs> How far is heaven? And I 
highways of living. How far is heaven? Lord, can you tell me? All right, there I you go. I can't tell you. What I can tell you is... <laughs> Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So for those who don't know, before the Mighty House radio show is on in the morning, on Saturdays, there's a program called... What's the name of the show right before ours? Sober Living. Sober Radio. Sober Radio. Thank I you. knew it was sober something. With our general manager, Chuck Duncan. Yep. Yes. It's a wonderful show. Yeah. I really enjoy listening to it. Um, I wish that it was updated a little more often, but I, I really like it. And one thing that he was talking about was being sober, he has more time. He has more time to relax, sit on the deck, and just enjoy nature and you know, not have to fret about as many things as he had before. And he's a very eloquent speaker. Mm-hmm. And he's, um, got, he's got some nice pipes, too. He has nice pipes. But his pipes are like that all the time. Not just mine or happens once or twice a year like this. So small plug or big plug for the radio show, but also he got me thinking about, you know, less is more and how do you relax more? And less is more when it comes to clutter around the house. Uh-huh. So... Psychologists have proven that, you know, clutter does things like it steals your energy. So how do you want to have more energy and the less is more? How do you want to have more time for your family? How do you want to have, give better examples to your kids? Uh huh. How do you want to be more productive? What can you do to feel better in general? So not only more energy, like a physical energy, but the energy around you and the energy in your home. I guess people would say it's like a feng shui type of thing. Um, How do you spend less time dusting and cleaning? How do you have... Smaller house. Less stress. Fewer fights in your family. Well, smaller house isn't going to do that. Because then you're constantly on each other's, right in each other's space if you have a small house. So now you need a bigger house again. With more How can you be more creative? Go out in the garage and play. Be less of a burden to somebody. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> when I don't want to be in trouble, I stay away from the house. <laughs> I'm safe. How can you save money? All of- Going back home. All of these things can, I don't want to say be accomplished by, but uh, you you can get on the road to accomplishing these things by having less clutter in your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And again, it made me think about Chuck just being able to sit back on his deck and relax. Mm-hmm. And when you walk into your house and you're getting into an argument because somebody didn't pick their things up off the floor... Or the energy is just the dirty dishes stale. Are still in the sink. Right. There's just bad energy flow. Mm-hmm. Um, your kids don't know how to put things away because you don't put things away. You spent too much money on everything because you can't find what you're looking for. So you go out 
and repeat buy. I have one client who every time she makes a recipe, mm-hmm. she buys everything right. from the flour to the milk to the sugar. So she knows she's got it. So she knows she has it instead of looking in the cabinet and saying, I already have this. So you're wasting money, which on top of everything else, that's stressful. And you're... You end up with 20 pounds of flour then. Right. Okay. So just looking at what you have and clearing it out will save you all of these things. It'll save you money. It'll save you time, energy. Um, One quick little tip that I came across is put up 50% fewer Christmas decorations this holiday. How about zero? I don't do any. I don't do Christmas decorations. I know that's terrible. But if you put up 50% less, see how you feel. Less was more. Less is more. And then what you didn't put up, you obviously didn't pick your favorite. I mean, you obviously picked your favorite things to put up. So if you feel better after putting up 50% less decorations, you've picked the things that you like. What do you do with the 50% that you didn't put up? Store them for next year. No. No, because here's what you do. So Recycle. what we did was uh, instead of just putting them all on, so we we pick a color. Like it's just all going to be red or it's all mm-hmm. going to be blue. So then all the blue things go up, all the red things go up. Each year is a different color, but it, it's there's a lot less of it. Yep. And it looks a lot better. Mm-hmm. And it's color coordinated, which makes me feel better. <laughs> it, it does. Instead of just all the different colors and right. stuff being thrown at you. Yep. That's Calming. It. Calming. This there you go. We'll be back right after this. House. Mighty House will return. 